0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Should the Dallas Cowboys consider giving Sam Williams more snaps in Week 11? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast.
2: You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network. Your on. team every locked day.
1: Locked on. Locked. Locked. Locked, on.
0: Locked, on. locked on Cowboys, locked On. Cowboys.
1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day we'd like to thank you for making us making us your first listen to the day we are free and available on all platforms today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts i am marcus mosher you can follow me on twitter at marcus underscore mosher he is Landon mccool check him out on twitter at mccool bcb Landon, what's going on sir
0: not much. It's question day. I'm excited. Let's uh let's not waste time. Let's get yeah. right into questions. Let's get through a, a ton of them if we can.
1: First question from Goran. He wants to know. Yeah. I know you guys don't like the term starter for defensive lineman, <laughs> but should Sam Williams see more snaps than any defensive end not named Tank Lawrence?
0: I, I do agree that I think he should get more snaps. Uh, I think he's been you know progressively better and better and better, and he's just so dominant. Um, you know, I think he's also gotten some really good snaps inside. I mean, I think he got a sack last weekend. Uh, uh, you know, playing kind of more of a three technique against a guard. So, uh, I definitely agree that he should get an increase in snaps. Um, you know, I think it's kind of still tough to put him out there uh, at a high as high a rate as maybe Dorian Armstrong, because you just you know Dorian Armstrong is going to be where he's supposed to be. Uh, and and Sam's still kind of learning the position. But, yeah, I mean, he's so talented that you need to find a way to try to maximize his snaps and then kind of continue to increase them as the season goes on. Yeah,
1: so here's the snaps over the last three weeks. 11, 14, 17. I think 17 is probably, like, the low number he should be at, but I don't think he should be more than 24, 25. So I think the Cowboys are kind of balancing it, finding the right range of snaps for him. But I, I do agree. Like, I'd like to see him more. It seems like whenever he's on the field, he makes plays, so I certainly encouraged. Absolutely, uh, yeah. I maybe maybe scale back some Dorrance Armstrong snaps a little bit,
0: maybe. I mean, I think there's lots of ways to find you know him snaps without eating into someone else's snaps too. But yeah, I, my only concern again, I think Sam Williams is a more t- talented player in in some ways. But I think that you know there's also some times where his youth shows and he's you know he, he has made some rookie mistakes and that sort of thing so we just have to be careful not overexposing uh
1: next question a lot of people have wanted to know about the offensive line what's going to happen with tyron smith we actually got some news yesterday landon that the cowboys are kind of done with the experiment of jason peters at left guard uh mike mccarthy revealed that he's been working at tackle what does that tell us about maybe the long-term outlook for this cowboys offensive line
0: I mean I think it, to me it it reads like they're planning to have Tyron Smith come in at left tackle and then kicking T- Tyler Smith into guard. Uh you, you know the the, yes. the fact that they're starting to prep in into getting uh, uh, Jason as the swing guy, maybe with, even with the thought that maybe a week or two before Ty, uh, Tyron Smith comes in, they make a switch and Jason Peters is the starter at left tackle uh, and Tyler is the starter at left guard. You know, I, I, I think this is probably twofold. It's it's uh, the combination of, the, you know, getting prepped for Tyron coming back, as I mentioned, and also McGovern has really struggled, it feels like, yep. these last few weeks. So uh, I think the idea of just kind of a rising tide, lifting all ships by by putting Tyler inside and then putting Peters in a natural spot while we're waiting for Tyron to come back. I mean, I think that makes an easy fix if they want to do that.
1: Yeah, and that would allow Connor McGovern to kind of go back into that swing offensive line role, but also go back to this fullback role, which, I mean, we can joke about, but the Cowboys have kind of missed that, you know, having an offensive lineman that they can put at fullback and just bully teams that way. I, this is just my thought. I wonder if we'll see... Tyler Smith takes snaps at left guard, maybe not full-time at left guard, but snaps at left guard after their Thanksgiving game. Once they have the 10-day break, um, that would mean, you know, Tyron Smith might be practicing by that point, potentially. Does that seem like the right kind of time frame there?
0: Yeah, it does all except for the fact that you have to play Dexter Lawrence on Thanksgiving Day, and uh, well, I was it after scary.
1: that, right? It, it, the next yeah, no, that's one. why I'm scared. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't, you don't have Tyler Smith inside at guard no. v- versus Dexter Lawrence. So, but yes, I agree. I think that makes logical sense as far as the transition of all this.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right, next one. Again, a couple people want to know: Is this Mike McCarthy's most important two-game stretch coming up of his coaching career? Question from Goren again. He wants to know: Does he have to win both games to shake off the stigma that his team, his teams can't win tough games versus good competition?
0: I mean, he's he's won the Super Bowl before, so I don't think that these two games are the most important games of his yeah, career. Um, most important Cowboy games, maybe, maybe. Um, you know, I, I think. The Cowboys need to win these games because they need to be be in good playoff position. They need to win these games. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you need to add any other extra kind of motivation of of good teams. And you know, the whole argument about winning against good teams is like the line gets drawn wherever the line. Well, I saw a question in here. It's like
1: uh, the Cowboys have never won a big game with Mike McCarthy, and you think, well, it's it's really easy in hindsight to say, well, this game wasn't a big game, right? Like. New England last year, you're beating the Patriots in New England. That was a big game at the time, right? We thought it was a big game, and the Cowboys won in overtime. They, they beat Minnesota in Minnesota with Cooper Rush. That was a big game. They beat Philadelphia on at home on Sunday Night Football. That was a big game. Like,
0: I don't know. That part is always strange. They beat the right? Super Bowl champions in the Super Bowl runner-up. I mean, at I mean, the time, those felt like big games. Yeah, <laughs> both, sure. You know, so both of which with their backup quarterbacks. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I think that that line gets drawn and redrawn, you know. Sometimes hindsight, which doesn't right. you know help the case. So uh, I think the Cowboys need to win because the Cowboys need to win.
1: I mean, there's a chance that like the Titans just beat the Packers here next week, and then the Eagles beat the Packers the following week, and Packers are four and seven, four and eight, and all of a sudden that Cowboys lost to Green Bay doesn't really look like a big game, even though at the time. It felt like it. so. I I understand the question. I'm not poo pooing it, but the biggest game is the next one. It's just the way it is in the NFL. But,
0: yeah, storylines story aren't the most important thing. It's no. the results. Like so, yeah. Like I mean, I guess in the sense that you you want the results. The storyline's important, but like we don't win or lose games in order to defeat storylines. Yeah.
1: Uh, All right, let's get some more questions. But before we do that, we want to tell you about Turo. Turo is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car that you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the U.S., U.K., Canada, and coming soon to Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B, or test drive that new electric vehicle that you've had your eye on for a while. Manitouro hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: All right, next question. This one comes from Jody Joe. He wants to know, uh, can Michael Gallup return to his old form or will the injury hold him back all season? I think a lot of people, Landon, are worried that Michael Gallup just looks like a shell of himself right now.
0: I, I think he's gotten better as the season's gone on, and as he's been on the field. So I, I think, you know, it'll still continue to take time, and week to week it'll be hopefully get a little bit better, a little bit better. Um, You know, I mean, I think it's – I'm not a doctor, so I can't really predict, like, exactly the trajectory of this. But I do feel like I've seen him moving a lot better than he was when he first started. So there's hope there.
1: I also just don't know if- – like playing on natural grass when it's cold out is the best situation for him. Like I got a feeling he's going to look better uh, here this week.
0: Now that they're playing in a dump, just, just my gut feeling. I think everybody looked slow in that game. Everybody looked like Watson. He
1: was the only guy that looked fast.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. Next one. Uh, What's one from Ben? He wants to know, why do you believe that the Cowboys ceiling continues to be a good team but not a great team what is holding them back? Uh,
0: winning the games I, I, yeah I mean I, wow I, I don't I don't I don't buy in a lot of this kind of you know a psychological like you know b- block thing like that they can't win big games or you know like these games are hard to win like and and I think that that's a huge part of it not every team is, you know, very few teams go in and win all the games they're supposed to. <laughs> you know, like that's just the, sure. the nature of the NFL. Uh I, I, I you know, I think ask Buffalo. I mean, I feel like they probably feel like they should have or, won that game on Sunday. Ask Kansas
1: City. They lost to the Colts. They were double digit favorites, you know, against the Colts and they lost. Ask the Eagles, double digit favorites against Washington. Like that's just the nature of we, the NFL.
0: We cover this team, so it's easy for us to see this. But I, you know, I think that it happens all across the league.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and again, like it's the big game thing. It's like, well, what's what's your standard? You know, like I mean, and, and how how often is that goalpost moving? So, uh, I, I look. The, the Cowboys have the te- have a great team. <laughs> have a great have a great team with lots of talent. Uh, if they can get it together and 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 you know play clean football and, and play up to their abilities, there's there's good. They can beat any team in the NFL. Uh, now, will that act? Will that happen this week? Will that happen the week that they are playing the opponent that you know, whoever dubs a, a worthy opponent? That's the question. But I, I, I don't, I don't believe that there's some kind of mental block or inability for this team to win big games. I just think it hasn't worked out that way. Like, I will say
1: one thing that the Cowboys do need to do to to go from, we think they're a good team. I don't know if you and I consider them an elite team or whatever. Um, but they've got to become just more consistent all the way around, right? Yeah, I saw a stat today that in Dak Prescott's four starts this year, those are the four games the defense gave up the most yards per play, right? Like the defense gave up a ton of yards against Chicago, a ton of yards against Green Bay, and actually a lot of yards against Lions. Like we know that this defense can be really good, but they are a little bit inconsistent from week to week. And the offense is the same way, right? The offense scored 42 against Chicago, and then it's such a struggle to score points against Green Bay. We just need a little bit more consistency from both the units, even if it's not playing at their peak all the time. Just give us something that we can kind of hang your hat on, right?
0: Yeah, I think that's what we've been talking about, right? Like even not just on an offensive level, but – on a player level inside of these, these, uh, uh, these units that we just need. Uh, we talked about the defensive tackles, how they were completely inconsistent up and down Dak Prescott was inconsistent. Yeah. It felt like Ceedee lamb was inconsistent. The offensive line blocking was inconsistent. So, and, and look, consistency, you know, uniformity across snaps is not the requirement. I'm just asking for, you know, not as many peaks and valleys constantly, you know, just thing is steadiness.
1: What did the Cowboys do really, really well every single week? I mean, their pass rush is usually really good when they can get the chance to pass rush, right? Like that's that's usually the one thing. But even then, they had a couple moments in this game where, hey, it's fourth and seven, and there's nobody around Aaron Rodgers. Like that's (sighs) – the part that's really frustrating
0: let's also you know keep in mind and uh, an eye on on national trends like clearly there has been a shift in the nfl towards more running like running averages uh given up by defenses are not just uh, uh, up in dallas it's across, across the league, the league. Yeah. And, it, and it's a it's a reaction to the idea of Defense is becoming more pass-centric, and and that the pass is the more dangerous of the two uh, uh, aspects of football, and that most defenses are willing to sacrifice a little bit more in the run game in order to uh, uh you know to be better at, against the pass. Now, <laughs> the feared Mc McMosier line uh, is is always haunting us, right? Like you have mm-hmm. to be able to have a minimum amount of of run defense in order to continue to win games. But I think that that, you know, the Cowboys are not the only talented team that is seeing a sharp incline in the amount of of yards per carry that they're giving up. And I think that the Cowboys own offense can show you that as they have yeah. made a transition to try to become a more run centric offense to attack a lot of these two high shell defenses that you're seeing that are counters to the more passing heavy offenses of the last few years.
1: Two things on that. Um First of all, I think we need to rebrand this McMosier line. I know you feel like you're getting, uh, you know, gypped a little bit in the name. A little bit.
0: Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, McCool Mosier line is what it should fine. be, but, but fine. But yeah.
1: uh, The second thing is the, the Cowboys aren't there yet. They're not at the point where their run no, defense is so no. bad that it's costing them games because as you saw in the Green Bay game, this was about a 28 to 14 game through the fourth quarter. Like the defense, while they were getting gashed in the run, they weren't allowing big plays in the passing game well, when they did that's when the that's game when changed the game right changed. They, they lost this game not because of the run defense they lost it because they couldn't stop Rodgers on a fourth and seven and they couldn't make a play on the ball uh you know four or five different times in this game the pass defense needs to be better and if that's the case they're going to be just fine on defense
0: yeah i mean that's that's the thing is that we talk about like all the running games that that the cowboys have to face the next few weeks uh, but we kind of conveniently, talk, uh, you know, not talk about the quarterbacks that the, the Cowboys are going to be facing. I mean, obviously, Kirk Cousins is. This Kirk is going to be the best quarterback
1: they play maybe the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, and and that's saying something, right? Like uh, outside of maybe Hurts a little bit later, it's like I, I think this is yeah, going to be the best you...
1: quarterback they play the rest of the year.
2: <laughs>
0: Uh, I think, I think, yeah, I think you just see that 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 the run game is obviously an important point up to a, a point, but like it's definitely the lesser of the two dangerous aspects of offense.
1: Right. We'll get into this when we preview the Vikings game on Friday. But if the Cowboys are going to lose this game, it's going to be because Kirk Cousins is able to find Justin Jefferson and T.J. Hawkinson and Adam Thielen for big plays. It won't be because you know, Dalvin Cook has 120 yards in the ground. Like the Cowboys will live with that. It's, it's stopping the big plays. Agreed. Uh, all right, let's get to some more questions. But before we do that, we want to tell you about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team, faster, and for free. All you have to do is add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That is LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We also wanted to tell you about our friends at BetOnline. Betonline BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those as well on Bet Online. Uh, they're the fastest and the easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Landon, next question. This is a fun one from at Clayton5370. Which past Dallas Cowboy all time would help this team the most right now? It's a tough question. Yeah. Because I mean, uh, you could go on either side of the ball, right? Like, if yeah, you had, I mean, uh, yeah. Um, take Bob Hayes and put him on this offense and get somebody. I think Bob Hayes, would,
0: Bob Hayes would be pretty decent. Um, I mean, ha- plugging Larry Larry Allen in at either left tackle or left guard would be yeah, pretty nice.
1: Pretty Those would nice. be some nice guards to have, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Put Antonio right. Bryant on the other side of CD would be great. I mean, again, again, like Deion Sanders opposite of uh, opposite of uh, uh, Diggs wouldn't be terrible. Uh, I mean, I, listen, I'm a huge Darren Woodson fan, but I, I think that Darren Woodson may be the only one of the only guys that's like his impact would be minimized just because you have so many safeties, right? Um, yeah, that's. I would. I would probably take like, you know. Larry Allen playing left tackle, maybe yeah. or 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 something like that. Like that wouldn't be so bad. I wouldn't hate Rob that. Rob
1: Td playing left tackle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other to... would be fun because you could also play him on offense a little bit. That would be that yeah, would be quite fun.
0: I, would but I think
1: fun. Larry Allen's probably the answer. Is there a defensive tackle? You can put Bob Lilly on this. I was
0: just trying to think. Yeah, Bob Lilly would be good. You know, uh, you know. I guess the Manster ends up playing linebacker at the end. Um you know, I mean, Tony Casillas or, or Russell Maryland. I mean, th- yeah. those guys aren't, aren't necessarily like top of the top uh, history, but they're good players and I wouldn't mind having them. That's for sure. Um, I think the answer is Larry Allen. You just put him at yeah. left
1: guard and then you're really running the ball, right? Yeah. Maybe put Larry Kyler...
0: Allen as, as your McGovern fullback. <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> really hurts some people.
1: Yeah. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, so people still want to know about Odell. What's going on with Odell? Nothing right now. I've, The sense that I get is that he's probably still not ready to pass a physical, and he probably needs another month to get in football shape. I think that's kind of where we're at right now,
0: right? I'm going to say, like, yeah, two weeks at the minimum. At minimum. I think after Thanksgiving is when we start. I'd say first week of December is probably when we start seeing. Feels about right. I wouldn't be surprised if the timelines for when they show up are similar to Tyron Smith, honestly.
1: Wouldn't wouldn't doubt that. Uh, Next one from at Cash5564. Dallas runs the most twists and stunts in the league, which is good mm-hmm. at getting pressure, which we talked about actually. Later, yeah. you talked about this a little bit yesterday. But how long can they continue to do this at this rate if they keep getting gashed by the run?
0: Well, again, it kind of goes back to our conversation, right? Like, how much does the the run actually gash you? Like, and how much are you willing to sacrifice as a pass defense for all the benefits that you're getting from all the stunts and, and twists? uh to to you know to to be a little bit better in run defense so um i think you we're know, getting I, close to where he needs to tone it back just a little he's, bit, a he's, little he's bit. clearly at the at, at the top end of it for sure um yeah. yeah i mean i think that there is something to the idea that maybe you need to kind of especially like maybe early on early downs tone it down a little bit simply because you need to make sure that you're getting opportunities to kind of fully unleash your pass rush later and and and, and yeah there is some risk in Uh, stunning and twisting on on rundowns because if your guy doesn't get to the gap, obviously all it takes is a good angle, and then the running back's gone. So, uh, yeah, I think that there is something to the the idea that that they should reduce it a little bit.
1: I don't know if against the Vikings, though. The Vikings have a really good offensive line, and I don't know if you just play them straight up if you're going to be able to create enough pressure. I think this is a game where you do want to stunt a lot.
0: Yeah, I do agree. And, and look, I still think that they should stunt a lot. I just think yeah. that maybe they need to be a little bit careful about when they're doing it on early downs.
1: Yeah. Last one from Pete. He wants to know. I love it when you guys have guests on your show. Do you see locked on Cowboys getting other folks on the podcast? I. The answer is yes. Probably more in the off season because our yeah. in season schedule is so busy. But we would love to know who who do you guys want us to uh, yeah on the podcast.
0: We talk about it all the time and and we have lots of buddies that we'd like to bring on and everything, but it's, but it's also kind of, you know, we don't want it to to be forced. So we we want people that y'all want us to have on. And if you guys have questions for those folks, please send them as well. Like, uh, I, I, I certainly have no problem with having more guests on. We'd love having guests on, but it's, it's more about like, what exactly do you guys want us to talk about? What are we looking to have a conversation about? I think that that makes it that interesting.
1: All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Catch up on the biggest stories of the day in sports plus. Get instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All the same places that you get the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. We've got Locked On. Uh, we've got a Locked On crossover show tomorrow with the guys over at Locked Up Vikings. Make sure you're checking that out. And then, Landon, you and I, back on Friday to get ready for this huge game, huge game. against the Vikings. Everybody's calling it Mike McCarthy's biggest game of his career for the Cowboys, as you guys saw today. So we'll see how that goes. It uh, should, be, should be a lot of fun. Uh, so, again, download the podcast, and we'll see you guys right back here tomorrow.
2: Hey, Prime members.